Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, and I actually found a co-host for tonight. So Jeff Torrey decided to join the podcast. Jeff, welcome. Welcome to the show. How's it going? (laughs) So we we could talk Jets-Broncos, I guess. But I really don't feel like it that much right now. Um, so maybe we will. We will. But I wanted this to, to first just um, – you didn't get a chance to talk about Justin Jefferson, Jeff. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's one of your guys. You hyped him quite heavily. You ranked him way, way ahead of consensus. Like, I mean, a good 25 spots at least ahead of consensus. And through the first two weeks – uh, you know, it was, a, it was a rookie. We didn't see much. Like, ah, maybe it won't happen. And then week three happened, and, man, he just broke out in a big way, a monster game. And, I mean, you, you got to be feeling good about that one, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope he does again, right? I mean, <laughs> anyone can have one big game. But um, it, it the first couple of weeks did worry me, but it's been a very strange year. So you kind of stick with, you know, the reasons why you think they're going to be very good, the talent the situation, everything, you know, that kind of goes around it. And I was very, very pleasantly surprised with how well uh, week three came out for him. Um, I mean, my gosh, he showed everything that you wanted to see. Uh, The Vikings are passing offense, you know, was better with him, you know, (laughs) heavily involved, which is great. I think they desperately needed someone besides Peelan. So um, am I happy? Very, very much so. Because I have that guy on a lot of different rosters. I was, you know, kind of debating what to do with him if, if Vikings were going to come through. But that's kind of like, that's just what it is this year. You, yep. you really have to um, give him a little more uh, rope than you normally would because things are getting strange and injuries are occurring. Um, so I'm glad he broke out, but I'm, I'm hoping this continues. That will be, you know, that will really tell me if I'm, if I'm right or wrong. Yeah, it was a good weekend for your uh, later round receivers. Like Alan Lazard had a huge game, but now he's hurt. Now he just no. Yeah, he, he got uh, hurt. You know, he's had surgery, so he's out for a while. So, but I, know, he, I can't even. I cannot keep up with everyone going to the IR anymore. Like I crazy. literally have. I have a team. One of my main ones. The entire bench, no joke, is either out for this week or on IR. It's and I'm just waiting. I'm just. Yeah. I just. I can't get rid of a lot of these guys. I need them. So it's um, tough. It's been. It's been strange. It's been a very yep. weird year. And then, um, I mean, the big news that came down today is uh, Steelers-Titans is officially postponed, which as of last night's episode when I was talking, I thought it was still going to be on. And then a couple more positive tests came back, and there's that. It's going to be a bye week for the Steelers and Titans now, which is uh, rough. But at least we got, I mean, enough prior warning, I feel like. So people can make yeah. your adjustments. Um, I don't know how they're going to redo the scheduling, but, hey, this if, you're, if you have a Steelers or Titans players – just get their buy out of the way. It's over. So this is it. And then you just yeah. keep going with them. So yeah, I should, I should, uh, my last one, technically it's either out, uh, IR or postponed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Cause I did have a couple of those. Derek Henry is going to be the big one that obviously hurts. It hurts me in a lot of leagues. It's going to hurt a lot of other people. Yep. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. I mean, this could happen more than just this one time. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how it kind of factors in. So actually, before we get to the game, though, I wanted there was a there was just a tweet I saw just a little bit ago. I just want to get your opinion on it and what you think after uh, last couple of weeks what we saw. So this is from Dynasty Masters on Twitter, and he says, 
Lamar Jackson isn't a top five fantasy QB anymore. He's been exposed by NFL defensive coaches. <laughs> what exposed in one game? I mean, are Get you on, are you on board with that? He, he no. lists uh, Mahomes, Wilson, Dak, Kyler Murray, and uh, Josh Allen as better quarterbacks than him right now, fantasy wise. Okay, I, I mean, first of all, everyone he named can put up big numbers. There's no doubt about it. There's a lot of QBs that are really balling out of control right now. Uh, yep. We talked about Wilson ourselves. Mahomes is obviously, you know, he was he was one of the two, either him or Lamar. And yeah. he definitely shined in that game, right? So yeah. if I give him that big of a, like, you know, can I really, like, say, oh, he's out of his mind? No, but I think he's overreacting. And <laughs> I would also say that I would still take Lamar over every single one of them. You could make an argument for Mahomes um, just because of how well he did. And I honestly, I still take Lamar because There's, guess what? Yeah. I, I, don't think, I don't think that game uh, shows how they can – hold him i was surprised yeah i I was um but i've yet to see it happen more than this one time where they completely took him out of his element or it just wasn't a game floor or whatever it may have been but i think that is a i'm I'm trying to be nice about but i think that's a (laughs) ludicrous statement um so we'll revisit that after the games this weekend we'll see what we we, if we if our mind changes I hope, yeah, I hope he puts up 40 and then I don't have to hear about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a little bit early to overreact. Yeah, it's disappointing. He's not putting up the big, huge numbers the last two weeks, but week one, he looked great. You know, he had yeah. bit, he threw, so, well, could be an overreaction with a lot of other quarterbacks playing really, really well right now. So, well, that, and that's yeah. the thing, uh, you know, yeah. Wilson, and when you're throwing for five touchdowns, yeah, you know, it's going to look a little awkward, but no, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. All right, so I got that stuff out of the way because I thought that was more interesting than actually this, 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 this game we got to talk about here. So Broncos beat the Jets 37-28. I mean, there are actually some points on the board here. Um, Brett, Brett Rippon was the quarterback today for Denver, undrafted free agent last year or the year before. I'm not exactly sure which year because I haven't really paid attention to him very much. The last time I've heard the name Rippon was his uh, uncle, Mark Rippon, playing for the Redskins in like 1990. So. I don't really know much about Brett and, you know, I'll say he wasn't, he wasn't, um, he wasn't terrible. I don't say tonight. He did have the two picks in three plays, one return for a touchdown. That was kind of ugly, but I mean, it was a, for, for a guy who, you know, just isn't been an NFL quarterback really hasn't played. It, it was fine enough. They got the win, right? So he was decent enough, obviously for him, for fantasies, he's, he's not a thing. But it was just about what, how he can make the players around him relevant enough. And actually, you had some guys tonight that were good enough. Um, start at the running backs, but Melvin Gordon with that last touchdown there, that 43-yarder there towards the end, it really boosted his day to make it look a lot better than it was before. That would have been, what, 22 yards for uh, – 22 carries for 64 yards. Not as good, but it would have been a touchdown. But hey, he still would have had a touchdown before that. Yeah, I mean, exactly. He was heavily involved. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, it definitely made it look a lot better than it really was. But he, he looks good. He, I mean, can you get enough, you know, through through the air in order to kind of uh, loosen that front lineup? And um, he looked good when he was running it. So yep. uh, I'm, I'm all in on the Melvin Gordon train, especially with all the injuries occurring. Yep. And then the receiving game. So Tim Patrick led the, led the way. There six catches, 113 yards of touchdown. He looked pretty good, actually. Um, I mean, I guess coming in, everyone thinks it's going to be Jerry Judy, right? Supposed to be the guy. And Judy had two for 61. He did have an awesome touchdown catch, though. He just took it from that from that the defensive back. Absolutely yeah. took it from him and scored the touchdown. So you see the potential there with Judy. It's just only three targets today. 
So you'd like to see that go up. And then, um, so I don't even see KJ Hamler on this uh, list here for some reason. No. I know he had a target though. I thought he had a target for yeah, sure. Yeah, I thought he did. That was, um, that was the surprising one for me. I thought yeah. with Sutton going down, you would, you would give this speedster. I mean, I know they have Deshaun Hamilton too, who is also very fast, but you know, I thought they would get him more involved. And um, he, I mean, he has been in other weeks, so I'm not sure what happened here, but yeah, for me, even Jerry Judy, I mean, the fact they, they target him three times, but to me, that feels not enough. And really, I mean, Jerry Judy, is, he did himself a big favor because that ball was a little bit underthrown. That defender was right there. Yep. You're right. He took it away from him. It was, it was awesome. Good for him. Uh, Tim Patrick was the only one that stood out for me. Uh, I, I do have to ask, I mean, is he someone that you are, are looking towards? Because seven targets – Six receptions, 113 yards, a touchdown. He looked very competent. He looked as like a good wide receiver. He did. And if Rippon has to play again, you know he's going to go back to him. I mean, how, how comfortable would you be playing him? I don't say I'd necessarily be comfortable, but there, I think he's, he's definitely going to make our waiver wire show next week, I feel. Right. Like he's, he's for sure a waiver wire ad. It depends on the depth of your league kind of and um, how desperate you are at wide receiver but he's not a bad fill-in if he's going to play like this. And, I mean, I guess who's his quarterback going to be, too? I, we don't know if is, uh, is, when's, is Locke going to be back yet. I, I think that's pushing it, probably, so it might be ripping again. I feel like it'll be one more yeah. – I, mean, I could be wrong. Everyone hopes right, it's, yeah. it's Locke, but I think Rippin could make one more start. Yep. I think that would be probably my, my safe bet. He's, he's, I think he'd be an interesting pickup. Um, I mean, it's really – it's what? It's going to be him and it's going to be Jerry Judy there at this point and well Noah Fant was hurt but but it looks like he's fine okay I was gonna say um, I didn't hear any more about it but I did no I just mm-hmm. one minute ago tweet from Adam Schefter says uh um Noah Fant who was carted off tonight with an ankle injury the the text he got on it his condition was all good minor he'll be fine so no worries there it looks like he's gonna be good to go so um Fant should be getting a lot of carry, catches too but I think yeah Tim Patrick he was good, and he's not a he's not an unknown name either. It's like this isn't like out of nowhere. He's been on the borderline fantasy radar, you know, a little bit last year. So yeah, I think he's worth the pickup and see what he can do. So, uh, what about the Jets here? So the Jets, Sam Darnold's really just not that good. I feel like he got that touchdown run, which was <laughs> it was very odd. impressive. Yeah. I know it, it kind of looked like the yeah. players didn't really know what was happening. Like can right. I hit- quarterback right (laughs) it was was impressive like when I watched him do it you know I literally got excited I was like oh that's what a great play like good play by him what a scramble the rest though yeah he got knocked out Flacco two for two savior right there New York (laughs) you know and I didn't think Darnold looked terrible before the injury I thought he was it was he was competent enough, and they were going down the field a bit, and then you know he had the injury, and he wasn't really the same after that. I, I always and, wonder that because I think competent is a, a good word for him because he doesn't he looks decent, right? Like when you're watching him, if you only watch a series, you're like, oh, this this quarterback can play, and then when he puts a whole game together, you don't you're kind of like, what is it the team? Is it the wide receivers? And a little bit of of both. I mean, Jets are not that good, and the wide receivers didn't do him any favors, right? But at the same time, you know, 23 for 42, 230 yards, and no TDs, no interceptions. It's just very vanilla, very, you know, uh, 
I don't know, like take a couple more shots, do something. Mm -hmm. Like at, at least with the rushing, like that run, you're, you're thinking that he did something dynamic. But that was out of necessity because, you know, the pocket collapsed around him. He just started running and no one stopped him. Um, I don't want to take that away from him. It was a very – it was a good – it was much more athletic than I thought he was. Yeah. But I, I, I cannot watch him and think this is the future of the New York Jets, where they drafted him, what, third overall yeah, a couple years ago? It just doesn't seem to be there. doesn't seem to be working out. Um, the ground game is just not something you want to be a part of. <laughs> uh, it's just no. not. Sorry, Frank. It's <laughs> uh, good to see you're still playing, but – I don't want you for fantasy, Jeff, and um, you did start it. <laughs> well, the, the, on that team that is uh, half injured, I what are you going to do? It was basically what? It was brutal. It was probably oh. between him and um, Edo Smith or something from the yeah. Bat, I'm, I'm not the Chances of winning this week do not look good. <laughs> hey, it's a uh, eh. he sold sold off every future fantasy prospect last year to win that title. Oh, I need a. Uh... I need McCaffrey to come back. I, I need a lot, a lot of people to come back, and I need people to start playing uh, well. So, uh, team. Uh, receivers here. So, Crowder comes back after missing a week, and seven for 104, 10 targets. So, in week one, he was seven for 115 on 13 targets. Crowder's going to be a fantasy option this year. I mean, there's no way around it. He's as bad as Darnold might be. It doesn't really matter if Crowder's going to get targets like that and catch seven for 100 every week. He, he might not get the touchdown, but – He's a, he's a big-time fantasy – not big-time, but he's a very good fantasy option right now, it looks like. I think he's going to be a very safe one. And not the, you know, the most exciting name in the world. It never has been with Jameson Crowder, but he's never – he's been always been a solid receiver, and he's showing it again. So, um, I mean, he's pretty much on most rosters at this point. He just – he needs to probably be in there in these lineups. So, the second guy, though, seven catches, 81 yards, Jeff Smith. I'll be honest. I don't know who Jeff Smith is. I was literally trying to look up what he's done in the other games because watching the game, he was all over it. I mean, they threw to him a ton. Um, it's kind of, I don't know. I've, he was just activated. Enough, um, he was, was just, he played last year. I think he got one catch last year. He was an undrafted free agent from Boston college. Got a catch last year in like December sometime. Um, and he was just activated today, literally today. Like this is some, one that you would never have expected. And I'm not going to go, you know, say to pick this guy up because this is interesting. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I, I literally like do not know who this guy is. No. He get, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't. He got, he got a, <laughs> and that's all I know. Yeah. I, but I do have to, I, I will say this. Uh, Chris Hogan was number three and he mm -hmm. did exactly what you think he's going to do. He got, what, seven targets, I believe. He only caught a, a few of them. He averaged like five yards a catch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Chris Herndon, I mean. Okay, for the Chris, people, Chris oh Herndon. God, that train the, should be just. Yes. With, right? And this Chris Herndon thing. like Oh, it was, it was bad, man. I mean, and then he had that bad drop at the end, too, yeah. on top of not being targeted all that often, which, yeah, I mean, Darnold Chris, desperately needed people to throw to. Chris Herndon just never done anything. I don't understand the Chris Herndon love, and it's out there. And, I mean, just last week I posted uh, on Instagram did a, a players you can drop list, and I had people pushing back on Chris Herndon. I'm like, the guy's never done anything. Like, <laughs> I, got, I have to keep that. I have a good feeling about this one. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's done. It's over. Give it up, okay? Just give it up. It's not, yeah. not going to happen. And on top of that, I mean, let's be honest. There's very few people on the Jets that you want. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, mean, at this point, I want Crowder. I want, I want Crowder, and that's about it. Yeah, that's it. 
And yeah. and even him, he would be a lower, you know, wide receiver for me yeah. because the touchdown upside just does not exist, you know, yeah. on the Jets. Doesn't. I mean, at 28 points, as far as I know, I mean, the the rushing Darnell touchdown was the only one the offense really created. The you know, in a defensive touchdown and a bunch of field goals, like yeah. kicker not, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. They're just not a good team. So, and then the the Braxton Berrios thing. There, I actually I, was, I saw a couple things to say. Start Braxton Berrios, which is weird and odd, and don't do that because he didn't do anything. It's like so, like Crowder's back. There's no use for Braxton Berrios. It's over. So, all right, that's it. Jets, Broncos, exciting Thursday night football. They they just bring up the best matchups, don't they? <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, I'm kind of curious what next week's is because uh, that's – I mean, this was just a, a terrible game. I'm really sorry. Uh, Bucks bears That's not bad. I like to see the Bucks. So, yeah, yeah. anytime I can see Brady, I'm interested in that a little bit. I, you know, can't wait to watch what we assumed was coming, the uh, Trubisky slash, right. you know, the whole quarterback controversy thing. Yeah, they uh, already – that uh, they, they got rid of him quick. It wasn't even like he was that bad. No, but I, I was laughing. I actually I was uh, watching that one live for a little bit, and as soon as they put in or took you know pulled Trubisky, I was like, oh, I knew it. I knew this was. Yep. I knew this. They were waiting for it, and any excuse to get rid of him. Pretty much. So, all right, that'll do it. We'll talk to you guys Sunday night as we go over the week four games. Talk to you then.